All right, we are live. Welcome to the Issues of Life, the podcast. And we have Miss Lady Tan. Hey, I got my mask on. I'm on Zoom and I'm on Facebook Live and I'm on YouTube, but I don't know how this coronavirus going on. So I'm going to keep my mask on. You know what I'm saying? How y'all doing? God bless you. Ah, and he, and we also have our brother from another mother who was missing in action, and we are glad to have you, B-A-C-K, in the house. What's up, Woo! Hey, y'all, how y'all doing? It's good to be back. I miss yeah. my people. I miss y'all. We miss you, you know, too. Just glad to be back home. Thank you. Thank you for coming on back. So... Here's what we always do on Issues of Life, the podcast. We have a song for you. Are you ready to do the song for this evening, Mr. Butch Ford? Well, yeah, we got this segment where we call it What He Talking About, What She Talking About, or What They Talking About. Okay. But since everybody, but since everybody is feeling this corona thing and everybody's trying to figure out what's going on, we're going to keep it positive today. So we're going to go back to the 60s with Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions. And the quote oh, is, I don't know if I know that. I wasn't even here. You know it. You know it. People That's, get ready. There's a oh, change a coming. Train coming. And I got my <laughs> mask on, too. You're going to show me your mask on to get on the train. <laughs> <laughs> Just get on board. So we don't know what he was talking about in the 60s, but right now we know we're talking about a change around here. We need some, some, some level-headedness. We need some consistency. We need some love. We need some understanding. So that's what we're talking about today. Can you give us a little verse of that song, Mr. Butch Ford? I know you know some of the lyrics to it. I thought I just, I thought I just did, Shelly. You say, you say the, you say the uh, lyric and I'll Go say it. Uh, people get ready. There's a change of coming. Go on, finish people it. People get ready. There's a train, train, train of coming. Don't need no ticket. Just get on board. People get ready. There we There's go. A train are coming. Don't need no ticket, but you need a mask to get on board. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How do you feel mm -hmm. about that song, Tom? What what type of memories does that bring to you? Actually, it just reminds me because I think someone uh, remade it and made it out of a spiritual song. Basically, you know, you never know what when you're going to be called home or when your your duration on earth is over. Just always be prepared and just live life today and be prepared for your future and what's to come for your eternal life as well. So that's what that song means to me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right, so the next... That's what he was talking about. Well, I'm glad you broke... Both of you broke it down for me. <laughs> um, our next segment is the not-so-current events. Events. <laughs> so the um, first... The first one is about... Hmm, well, both of them are related to patients. It seems like in the midst of this pandemic, people have lost their patients. And um, the first one is entitled Instant Gratification. It's making us perpetually impatient. And this was written by Christopher Mother 
from the Globe staff. This was back on not November 2nd, 2016. And it says, Melissa Francis has no patience for waiting for anything. When the 26-year-old Allison, Allison Barista talks about slow internet connections, she can barely hide her disdain. Waiting a couple of extra seconds for a page to load feels like an eternity. She says, I'm not proud of it, but I yell at my computer when it's slow, Francis said. The demand for instant results is seeping into every corner of our lives, and not just virtually. Retailers are jumping into same-day delivery services. Smartphone apps eliminate the wait for a cab, a date, or a table at a hot restaurant. Movies and TV shows begin streaming in seconds, but experts caution that instant gratification comes at a price. It's making us less patient. What do you think about that? Unquote. Go ahead, Tom. Um, well, I was always told good things come to those who wait. We are in a microwave generation. If they don't want it fast and instant, they don't want it at all. Um, I don't know, you know, I'm not really, I don't know, because I'm always patient. So I even like being at home. Um, I'm a home person. So I really don't know how to uh, elaborate on that. Because oh, you said you always patient. You all, you all, you ain't, you never, ever been, never in your whole, whole, whole life. Ever. I would have to say never in my whole whole life because I'm always serving and never waiting. In your whole 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 life, seriously. Okay. Yeah, right, baby, I'm sorry. always I'm always serving people. I'm always gotta wait. I'm always in the back. People, I'm, I'm, I always wait. So I wait. Do I like it? A lot of times, no. But I'm all even even when okay. I grew up in church. Even when we got to eat or serve, I'm always serving. Always the last to leave the church. Got to let the visitors eat first. Got to let your kids and your husband eat first. I'm always, and I be, and I don't even know why I'm so fat because I always eat last and half the time the food be gone. But I end up eating stuff that's not healthy. So that's probably why I got the extra yeah. weight. But I'm always waiting. I'm always serving somebody. So I have developed patience. And that's a good thing, I think. But sometimes people take advantage of that too. Because when you wait, you can miss out on some stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So it's a catch-22. Absolutely. Amen. There you have it. Okay, what about you, Ford? Well, I think just, we live in a time now where everybody's in a damn hurry. <laughs> For, for everything. It's the, it's the young folk. It's the it's society. Everybody is in a rush to do everything. They're speeding on the street. They're speeding in the stores. They're acting a fool. They're cutting in front of you. Um, and, I, and I'm one of them. I, 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 I'm not the most patient person in the world. You're uh, cutting in front of people at the store? Uh, hold on. You say you what not? You what? I'm not the most... I'm not the most patient person in the world. Oh, so that's the act when you be acting like you patient all the time, Mr. Butch Ford. Mm. Um, I'm learning. Yeah, I've been on this earth 52 years. This is the 52nd chapter, so I'm learning. I'm adjusting. But uh, these young folks off the hook, out their mind, and absolutely nuts. Um, 
you know, Shelly, you've worked with young folk before. Um, and then a lot of times they just don't get it. Don't get it. Um, what about you? Are you patient? Um, hmm. Oh, and, and, and by the way, oh, I'm sorry, real quick. And time sounded like little Richard. They still ain't paid me for Tutti Fruity. I'm the originator of God. I'm the originator of rock and roll. Hey, but that's another topic, man. If I tell you how many people I sung with, how many records I've been on, you would be surprised, man. I, man, go on, Shell, because I, I, I'm patiently waiting still. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, No, I do not have patience. You can ask my family, my children. I try, but it is a challenge. And especially right now, um... Yeah, God is still working on me because, no, I do not have patience. Um, I'm getting better in time, but uh, let me tell you about these three young women uh, at the airport. This was uh, a few days ago, and this article is entitled, Three Philly Women Charged with Assault for Attack, okay? Um, on Spirit Airlines employees over delayed flight. And this is by, I'm not going to mess up the lady's name, but her first name starts with an H, Laura Cron, posted on July 6, 2020. And I quote, three Philadelphia women were arrested and charged with battery for attacking Spirit Airlines employees at Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International Airport on Tuesday night. Danisha Dixon, 22, Kiera Ferguson, 21, and Tamaya Wright, 20, were seen on video screaming and throwing large objects at employees before charging behind the counter. The airline said the passengers became combative following a delayed flight, prompting Broward County Sheriff's Department deputies to respond to gate G-14. Arrest records say the passengers intentionally struck employees with phones, shoes, water bottles, metal boarding signs, and fast food, and kicked repeatedly. Wright was also charged with petty theft for allegedly putting an employee's cell phone in her backpack. When asked to comment on the incident, the passengers said they were trying to get home to Philadelphia. WPLG-TV in Miami reported. Mm, 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 mm. What's your thoughts, Lady Time? What are your thoughts? Girl, they need to make them tickets higher so folks like that won't be able to afford to fly. And I would have told them three amigos, the plane is there. Go right on down there and board that plane since you wanted to be there for you to go to Philadelphia. They would have went to Philadelphia, all right, Philadelphia on the floor and on the ground. That's ridiculous. But I'm sorry that the, uh, I don't know now, some of them spirit uh, attendants be kind of uh, attendants be kind of rude too, because I've I've flown spirit I've I've flown uh, spirit before, but, but still. Don't make it right though. L- listen, hey, I just said I in the I just, I just said in the last segment, young folk are rude, impatient, and always in a hurry. Uh, was it their fault that the plane was running late or? was delayed no so they took that out on the gate agent and it, it was to no fault of that employee and they just acted a fool for what because the plane was running late so would well, you, you know prefer what? to get on would you, you know prefer what? to get on a plane that's not mechanically sound or go ahead Tom. 
that gate attendant probably said something out the way too, because I've seen and I've heard gate attendants be rude to people. Even me, can you believe people be rude to me? I'm like, oh my never. God. Oh my god, because I'm patient. That's why she didn't get beat down. But then them other girls came along that wasn't so patient, beat her down. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But anyway, that that I'm sad that that happened. That's so sad. Well, see, I'm I'm playing devil. I'm playing devil's advocate. Bonquisha and whatever the other two names was, they was just looking for some trouble to get into. It was not the gate agent's fault that the plane was delayed. Yeah, they're, just, they're angry. They're angry. They're angry. They're mean, and I'm glad they were arrested. And I hope the lady pressed charges against them. So this leads. But she was just. You was just taking the girl's side, huh? I was, I know. You got to choose a side. You, which side of the fence you on? So, so you hope she pressed charges if she's the one that got smart with them? I said, I was just trying to say, I was just trying to <laughs> indicate that it could have went a different way too. It, it was wrong that Absolutely. they attacked her, but sometimes customer service means everything. Everybody is not patient to deal with your foolishness because you own the job. People are mean on both sides of the um the desk. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of times people take your patience for granted, embarrass you, talk about you, scandalize your name because they know you're not going to really cuss them out. You understand what I'm saying? So they better be glad a lot of times that people are patient to deal with your foolishness. You understand? But everybody is not going to deal with that. Don't make it right or wrong, but Oh, well, that's just how the ball rolls sometimes. Boy, I sure missed you. <laughs> I missed you too, but I miss you too. I sure missed you. <laughs> no, no. So all of this as far as like losing our patience, um, now you hear about a shortage of coins. Um, what else is going on? It's so much going on. Um, let's let's talk. Let's talk about the shortage of coins. Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Man, I got a whole lot of coins over here. You know, they posted on Facebook. You know, black people got a whole bunch of coins in their basement in them big old jugs. The plastic jugs and yes. plastic water jugs. Hey, we got one there in our go. basement. I ain't, I ain't gonna tell no story. My husband got one. I know. I will be going in it sometime too. <laughs> I can't say I, it too I, loud because he might stop putting his coins in there. I, I believe it's a method to the madness. What the government is telling us is one thing, but it's more to it than what they're saying. How all of a sudden, if, if people are locked in the house on lockdown and in quarantine and they're being advised to stay home and businesses are just opening up, how is it a shortage of forms? Well, they said, the point? It was, they said because the you know economy kind of shut down, the cash flow kind of was put to a halt and more people was using more plastic. So they said if the coins are out there, they're just not getting where they're supposed to be at the time they need to be there. That's what they could just make some more coins, man. <laughs> just you do you think it's some sort of a uh a ploy for everybody to start using plastic and try to move away from using uh money? In a way, I do, but like, for example, I went to a CVS. It was maybe Saturday or Sunday. Before I even walked into the CVS, on the door, it was posted, um, credit only. No. Uh, 
And I'm thinking, yeah. this is a more affluent area. So I'm thinking like, what if you were in the hood? You know what I'm saying? And now I'm, I don't want to put a stereotype, but I'm just saying like, everybody doesn't have a credit card. Everybody doesn't have a debit card. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Just Correct. not right, you know? Um, I, but I think they are trying to get people to start using plastic more. I'm not a plastic person. I prefer cash. I mean, really, I, I have debit cards. I have credit cards. I do not like using plastic. My dad yeah. told me when I was a kid, always keep a little bit of <laughs> green in your pocket. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying, dog? The dog is green with me. Use cash. I hear you, Jeff. The dog is green with me. You too, cash. You too, cash. the dog, baby. Yeah, but again, it's just so much going on as far as like the shortage of coins, people losing their patience. Um, what I don't know, I'm gonna say for myself, as far as even with police brutality, a few weeks ago, I was just on overload. I felt I just had to shut down because I'm hypersensitive. And it seemed like because so many things were going on, I have no motivation to do nothing at all. So I want to know how 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 are you feeling? How are you dealing with this? It's just so much coming at you at one time. How are you dealing with it? Lady time, let tell me what's going on. Um before the uh, uh quarantine show, I was always on the go constantly. You know, church, work, rehearsal, Bible class, school. I was constantly on the go, on the go, and I'm dealing with it quite well. I I have learned to enjoy me. I've learned to love me. I've learned quietness. Even though I'm loud, I love quietness. And when you learn to love yourself from within, you don't need anybody around you to validate who you are, how you should feel, how you should look, how you should act. You're just comfortable in your own skin. And when you can deal with that and love on you, you can handle this thing uh, a little bit better. A lot of people need the validation from other people. A lot of people need to be around and to see other people. And, and that's fine, too. But, man, I've been around. It's, it's, eight, it's eight of us. I've been around them the majority of my life. And then my children and my dog. You know, I still got people that's around. But when you find peace within yourself, you should be okay to handle this pandemic. It shouldn't be a problem. I don't know why people are having so many issues with this, and that's probably because they have not found their inner self, and they're not comfortable with being who they are. You, you can go outside and walk around the block. You should be fine. But people, I don't know, they're just angry. And this is a warning um, for a lot of us. So you can see how your real spouse, your real children, your real girlfriends and boyfriends are, your co-workers. This is a this is a warning to so you'll know how people really are in a panic, in a pandemic situation. All right, Ford, it's on you. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm a combination of a lot of things. I'm outraged, I'm embarrassed, um, I'm confused. Um, with everything that's going on with the uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, I'm in full support of that. Uh, the police brutality, I'm totally against that, so I'm fully in support of the uh, the protests and uh, everybody taking a stance. Um, I get into a lot of trouble with what I'm about to say, but 
Oh Lord, what you about? Hold on, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little controversial today. Okay. Um, I do think that police brutality is wrong. I do feel that crimes against unarmed black men is definitely wrong. But in some cases, I believe that uh, some of the incidents are perpetuated by our angry young black men. I, I, that's right. I said it. Now, every every white man who is accused of these crimes against uh, unarmed black men, um, in the majority of the cases, they're wrong. In all the cases, they aren't. I work with kids. Shelly, you work with kids as well. They're angry. Uh, so they're, I work with kids. Yeah, she work with kids too. They're, they're, they're disrespectful. Oh, let's uh, talk about this disrespectful thing. That's a whole. We about to talk about that in a minute. Go ahead. They Go. they they don't they don't accept uh, instruction from authority. Uh, they know everything. Uh, they're grown way before their time. So a lot of things that they uh, that we read about, and we hear about, uh, they bring it upon themselves. Like last week uh, here in Detroit, for all of our our listeners from out of state, we had a situation last week where. Uh, a police officer gunned down an assailant. Uh, the, the the city was in an outrage. Uh, Up the street from my house. The, the, the city was outraged. It was in an uproar. Um, they were marching. People were upset. And then our police chief, James Craig, give him credit, uh, he released the video, the body cam video, and we later found out that the young man pulled a gun and fired at the officer. So then that kind of changed several times and that kind of changed everybody's opinion of the situation. So in that particular case, everybody was ready. Everybody's on, they, they're up at, in arms, they're ready to, to, to move. And then everybody had started reacting to this. And then we find out that the young man was at fault. So then it changed the whole thing. Now, with that being said, there are cases like that where the white police are, first of all, they're scared. A lot of them are arrogant. Uh, you know the. I don't want to get too political with it, but uh, it's not always. Who show Butch Ford, Mr. I, 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 I know, right? But no. but I said it. No. Yeah. So yes, I I do feel that the the white officers are wrong. Uh, the racial profiling is real, but uh, a lot of these things could be prevented with the right attitude. Yes, yeah, a case by case situation. Case by case situation. I agree. Yeah, and I do want to bring up um, as far as uh, the kids being disrespectful. I'll, a prime example happened not too long ago where some kids met downtown and there were like multiple fights down at the Riverwalk. I mean, they had planned this to happen. and There were just multiple fights in one day. And somebody just mentioned this in the comments, like they're not comfortable with their children going to school. And, and I totally agree with that. But at the same time, these young people have too much time on their hand. Now, like a parent, like, you know, I believe in structure, but there's a lot of parents out here that don't believe in structure. So they allow their children just to do whatever they want to do. Um, so, for example, you know, my daughter, she's been going outside, living her best life, and that's fine. But I said, remember, there's a pandemic going on right here. You know, even my son was like, I'm, I'm feeling really stressful because, you know, we like to go to the show or maybe go out to eat. So 
any other time, we'll just freely just get up and go, okay, we're going to the show, or we're about to go out to Texas Row House or wherever. But now, because of the pandemic, we can't do that. And he even say, a mom, you know, this is very stressful. He's only 12 years old. So we also have to think about how the children are dealing with this, not being able to go to school, not being able to see their friends, not being able to, you know, just get up and go like they want to. It's not only just affecting us, we not even, not even need to ask, like, how are we feeling as adults? But we also need to talk to our children and ask them, how are you feeling? And let them express their thoughts. But um, getting back, I'm sorry, I'm getting off track, but getting back to, you know, the, the kids not being disciplined. You know, I know you want to be outside and hang with your friends. My daughter, she's 16, and she's on the porch every night, you know, with the small group of friends in the area. But my thing is, I hear cursing. Now, I can cuss because I'm grown. Not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm, I'm grown. I work. I pay my bills. I earn the right to curse, okay? But you're not about to be 16, 15, and under cursing. And I asked them politely. I'm like, look, if y'all can't respect my porch, y'all have to keep it moving, okay? Then it happens again. I'm like, look, you can't do this on nobody else's porch. Now, when I was younger, even if we uttered the wrong word, you know what I'm saying? We hurried up and like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I apologize. Or we looked around and made sure nobody was around. It's like today, kids just do and say whatever they want to do. I don't want to generalize and say all kids, but too many children do not have the discipline that they need. And we need to ask them how they feel. We need to find ways for them to uh, have some type of support system or support groups to deal not with just just pandemic, because a lot of them are staying home right now, you know, but just how to adjust during this time because it's people going crazy. They are literally going crazy, seriously. I know that was a lot, but what are your thoughts? No, you're 100% correct. You're correct. Yeah. But you know what? It's social media, man. It's a lot of things that these kids are exposed to so early that we didn't even know what was going on until we were 16, 17. And television programs. You know what I'm saying? And then they they can they can they they have too much access to too many things that they they mind can't comprehend. And that's why half of them cussing don't even know how to spell the curse word. You understand what I'm saying? My thing is, you know, I ain't scared of no kids out there, man. I ain't scared of no kids out there. And I and I told people, if you are the property owner of your property, your children are uh they're there, they're leasing out their rooms and things of that nature while they're there. That's they don't own any of those things. That room, that's not their room, that's your room. They just leasing it. You understand what I'm saying? And parents give children too many opportunities to uh, make their own decisions. Stop asking your child how you do you want to do that. Tell them what you want them to do. And if they don't do it, put them out of the house. That's what you do. And let them go somewhere else where they can do that at. Because we didn't have that, choices when we were kids. That would stress you out too. You mm-hmm. give these children too many right choices, and no, no, don't tell me how you feel, man. I don't care how you feel right now. I need you to go but, do what but I, 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 I kind of, but you still do need to know how kids are feeling because they feel with stress too, though. 
I'm not saying I don't care. Like, don't tell you I why. don't care about that stress, man. That you eat- should care. So I gotta disagree with you. It's kids. They said that. I, okay. Suicide is on the rise. I'm not saying like you giving a child the freedom to tell you what they're going to do, but they still need to be able to express like their feelings. Like I'm stressed out. You know, I miss being. I miss how the school year just shut down and not being able to go to, you know, my friend, like my son, he went to Mosaic and that was one of his outlets. So that was shut down. He liked acting, performing. So it's a, it's, but I, but he liked acting and performing. But when I have a fashion show or something, he don't want to perform. He is there. He's been in there. I disagree. He's been in the fashion show because you even gave me a tape. He was in the fashion show, so I gotta solution for them what's the point my thing is if they stressed out because they can't go to the movie take them to the drive-in my thing is you can do everything you can for a child and if they don't okay, know how to if they didn't tell you that they were stressed you know what i'm saying then how would i know like if, if they just bother their feelings like i'm just going to show and then that's excellent what you said like take them to the drive-in but if they just sit there you say what's wrong they say nothing they just bottle that in then how can you resolve it but if you have a relationship with your child, sometimes you keeping them busy and have an ongoing uh, but it's relationship. Hard to stay busy. We can't stay busy because this whole every this COVID has shifted our whole lives. We can't operate how we used to right now. It, well, it, I ain't got no kids in my house, so I don't know what you're talking about. I shut down. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, with that being said, no, because I don't have any kids in my house, so. I can't, I don't know what you're going through. So I'm good. I understand, but I don't understand. So I can't respond. So I'm going to shut up. How you going to understand and not understand? I don't okay, I wanna, got no kids here. I want to ask this. What? How do, you, how do you feel about your kids going back to school in the fall? I, I don't think kids. nobody should go back to school in the fall. I don't think nobody should do anything for the rest of this year. Kids, the kids are not going to keep the mask on. I'm telling you. It's, I'm an adult and, and I barely can keep my mask on. It's 90 some degrees outside. Half of these buildings, when they go back, it's still going to be warm. It's going to feel like 100 degrees inside the building. You know, a lot of these schools do not have air conditioning in urban areas. So how they going to keep, they, you know, how you supposed to learn and concentrate? You can't, you, you can barely, you know, catch your breath, you know what I'm saying, and learn. It's, it's going to be hard. And those kids are bad, and they're going to contaminate each other. They're going to be fighting. They're going to be beating up people. They're going to be spitting on them and, and, and saying, ha, ah, ah, I got the coronavirus. Ah. You know, they're going to be mean, and they're going to be not nice. They're going to be, uh-uh, no. Don't let them go to school and let the parents be parents. 
finally. Well, Todd, it's a lot of parents that don't want the kids at home. They tired of them already. I they've been home. Them. They go. They've the been home since March. Finally. I, I, I 100% agree with that. But to Michelle's point, you do have some kids that aren't being treated fairly, that are being neglected, that are being abused. What about in those cases? What? Half the times if they being neglected and abused, man, they need it because these jokers bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm just, <laughs> but seriously, um, you know, it's really hard. We just have to stay prayerful, man, because, um, oh my God. And that's when your family members can help. Like me, myself, I reached out to my nieces and my sister-in-law and uh, uh, I said, I'll watch your child, you know, and your cousins. Nine times out of 10, that's my dog. Be quiet, Jetto. Nine times out of 10, uh, parents and cousins, they know that somebody getting the bruise, uh, abused. You got to step up, just like the Mary Trump lady stepped up about her dog on Uncle Donald, our president. She, oh my gosh, she, I, I feel for her. But she know her uncle, just like we know our cousins, man. If you, you know, and you have to step up. And, and sometimes people don't want to step up for it and, and, and view. They don't. And that's why a lot of these issues are coming up because people do not want to be involved or get involved. It's a lot of women that we know. Now, I don't know any personally, but it's women that are in abusive relationships with this man. But if they want to be with that man, what can you do? You can give them the help, but if they don't want to be helped, you can't do anything about it. You can help them. They go right back. These kids, they done took some of these kids out of these homes and they give them right back to the parent they done took the kids from. Give them right back to them. We didn't talk about So what something. is your solution? What, 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 what would be you guys' solution for this upcoming even, school year? I'll be honest, if, I don't even know where to start. I, I, I don't even know where to start. For example, like on our street, um, a lady, she started this wonderful bike club for the young people. But the problem is they don't have no damn bikes. That's one problem. problem. They have that's one problem. But so in order to go, there has to be an incentive, and there also has to be repercussions because some of them, the young kids, youngest ten and eight. Was, they were cursing, so you know what I'm saying. Like you can't go, you know. You saying the D word and the P word, and then when it's time to ride the bike, you ready to go. Like no, you can't go. Then we try to talk to the parent. You know, the parent is confrontational. So you know, and we, she was taking an approach like it takes a village. You know, trying to get the street together. We were going to get. I have people who are willing to give donations to get T-shirts made. You know what I'm saying? So people, they do try to have solutions and reach out, but you get burnt out. You get burnt out. Me and time. We both work with kids. And, you know, it's it's a tireless and um, a commitment that you have to make, like, if you want to make a difference. But you can easily get burnt out because you want to help. You want to make a difference. You know, you have one idea of how things, you know, you would like things to be. Then you try to approach the parents. They come in at you, like, attacking you. You're like, wait a minute. 
you know, we we trying to help out here. You know what I'm saying? So it it's overwhelming. You know, so I really don't know what the solution is, Mr. Ford. I I really uh, don't know. A lot of these parents have gotten to know their kids these last four months, and a lot of these parents have discovered that these teachers ain't lying. Your That's kids right. is bad. Your kids are bad. That's they right. don't listen. They disrespectful. They cussing. They acting a damn fool. They raising hell. So yeah, the parents don't want to be bothered anymore. So now this is this is when you get the parents trying to hurry up and rush and send the kids I, back to summer school. Somebody, somebody said this like uh, it's hard teaching your kid at home. She said her son four and she's trying to figure it out. Okay, my daughter she kind of figured out because she was a teenager. So when it was time to do her work, you know she was disciplined. She she logged on. My son, I'm trying to work now. I'm trying to work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, do your work, you know? So I'm trying to work, and I'm trying to make sure he do his work. I'm not a teacher. He has questions. I'm like, email your teacher. She's still getting paid. Email your teacher. Ask her how to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? She's still on the clock. I don't know how to figure this out. I'm not, I can't teach. I didn't go to school. I can't teach math. I can't teach science. I can't teach algebra. I can't teach... I'm not a, a, a jack of all trades, so it's how can I be a, become a teacher overnight? You know what I'm saying? So I'm stressed out because I'm trying to teach him and make sure he logging on. The teacher emailing me like he not logging on every day. I'm like, I will drop him off the school. You can just teach him by himself. How about that? I'm going to just drop him off. And keep on moving. I'm tired. <laughs> it's hard work for it because of my. I had a senior. He graduated, thank God, online. You got to cut and paste and send them notes and everything. It was hard. It was mm -hmm. hard. And, and tell them how they changed, evolved over time, like because it was, it was hard. just hard. It was hard. Yeah. You know, and um and if and, and and just think he's a senior and we had to do one on one and they did certain many hours you got to be on there. It was just mm -hmm. it was a very challenging, especially when they just throw it at you all at one time like that, you know. But he he did it, but it's a lot of parents that don't even have the education to even try to figure come out. I, I got an education and still have difficulty with this doggone uh, computer. The, yeah. the, 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 the phone, the book of faces, the Instagram, the Twitter <laughs> world, the tweets and all that. I don't like this. I don't, like we doing right now, this right here, the Zoom, whatever this thing, I don't like this. I miss being in the studio too. I miss seeing our faces in the room together. But hey, I don't like this. This is not normal. But they saying it's a new norm. I don't it's like that. Normal. No, no. But it's a it's a warning because we didn't know how to act when we were freely able to go. We were we were not doing right by what we had when we had less. We were more together. We loved each other more. We came together as one. When we got more stuff, we more uh, separated. Selfish. Oh, I'm better than you. Selfish. Oh, you better yeah. than me. Now they got, yeah. you know, shoes at the paint, red at the bottom. You ain't got nowhere to walk to now. So your feet won't be hurting. Put your house shoes on and paint them red. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, and because you got some red bottom shoes, you think you better than me, Joker? Yo, you know what I'm saying? And you, it's time out for that foolishness, man. It's time out for that. It is. It is. It, it definitely is. You got a <gasps> you got a Jaguar and you think you better than me because I got a hoopty. I got a 
they don't even make these no more. With them you goes, you go. But now, now we can't go no doggone where. You can't go nowhere. So my thing is that's showing you that we all one. We're all important. We're all the same. Okay, get that together first in your head, people. But you know what, people still. I agree with you. Now I agree with you on this. But you know what, people still evil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like, okay, people just doing their job and telling people, okay, wear your mask in the store. I have seen people wipe their nose on a, a sales clerk. I have seen people throw groceries at people because they was told to put on a mask. You would think if numbers going up and we looking for the, the Holy Spirit, whatever you believe in, the Holy Spirit, I'm going to say for myself, to heal this land, you would think that it would change the way we look at life. It would change our attitude, but people are becoming meaner it seems like angrier mm -hmm. like really really y'all we can really get through this a lot faster if we would just change our attitude and our mindset but we evil yep and I, i'm having a problem with all this oppositional defiance you have governors saying one thing and then you have mayors disagreeing or you have mayors uh enforcing rules and the governors disagreeing everybody is at odds man this is Sodom and Gomorrah is 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 that it, time? Yeah. This is nuts, man. Nobody is nobody is on the same page, and the, and the rest of the world. Egypt. That's right. The the rest of the world is sitting around looking at us, and they shaking their heads like, "What are y'all doing?" But again, uh, you only as strong as your leader. That's right. But that's a that's a show for another day too. Now somebody right. just saw a bus driver. Now he said that he was told to shut the f up and drive the bus and f that mask. See what I'm saying? People are going crazy. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm really a bus are. driver. I'm a bus driver. Somebody get on the bus without a mask and they saying they're not gonna wear it. Guess what? We sitting right damn there. We ain't moving. <laughs> Period. We ain't moving. So, but you you take that mask off. We sitting right here. They just mean. People are mean. You know what Miss Hunter call them, right? Earth disturbers. Earth disturbers. Earth disturbers. That's a, I like that. It's in life to disturb the earth. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. AKA Karen. You heard of the new uh, the new Karen uh, word that they're using, right? To describe yeah. uh, certain individuals. Oh, you're not hip to that? No. Who's Karen? Karen, Karen is hey, a description of Karen is the description of a disgruntled or privileged uh, lady of a certain racial group, and okay. those are the ones that those are the ones that call uh, because you barbecuing at a park, or the ones that's calling because you selling water uh, on the corner oh, trying to make an you're honest living. You watching the bird? You watching the bird at the park? Then you lie, start choking your own dog, saying you're being attacked. How about that? So, so that's Karen. Karen is the one that calls the police and says, uh, "Yes." Uh, there's a person standing in the park and I feel intimidated. And then, you know, the person, you find out the person just standing there bird watching. Oh. Oh, that's Karen time. Okay. Karen. So that's oh. how they're, that's how they're being referred to like as Karen. That. I don't like that because I know some people named Karen and they don't act like that. So I, I'm pro, I would protest that to be named Karen because what if they call that Latonja or, or, or or Butch, or or Shelly. That's wrong. I don't like that being called Karen like that. So 
So what name would you call them, Sweet Lady Time? What? I don't know. I would call them Bertha or something like that. I would call them Mean. The name that they already got. The, 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 you know, I was just calling Mean. Yeah. Well, don't call it, them Karen. Uh-uh. I don't like that. Who made that up? <laughs> them people I, on the book of faces, didn't they? I don't like that. <laughs> Karen, uh-uh, I don't like that. So, so well, to, go ahead. You need to write in. You need to write in and complain about it or something. Well, my name ain't Karen, so I don't care. But if it was Shaw Latanja, now that's Latanja. And it's someone that, derogatory like that and me, I would write in for sure. Now, maybe they might start using Latanja for the, the irate African-American sister that's acting. Like, that might have been Latanja at that airport that was trying to get to oh, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> that is too funny. Oh my God. I like that. Oh my Lord Jesus. And you know that's not a common name. So you will automatically no, it's think it's Latanja. Like, right. oh my God, I got Latanja at the airport acting a fool. Acting a fool. Trying to get to Philadelphia, food. throwing water bottles and everything. In Philadelphia. God, to be more careful. So, time. Huh? So overall, how are you feeling now? How are you coping with this whole pandemic? How you how are you dealing with it? You know, uh, gee, because I've lost a uh, real close. I lost two dads uh, to this COVID nineteen, and um, they have been very instrumental in my life. I couldn't really talk to them or see them. Um, and because I'm spiritual, that has helped me cope. I just have to be honest, being able to, you know, pray about it and just know in my heart that my spirit was able to be there with them and for them. But other than that, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm a grandmother now. My son graduated from uh, high school during this quarantine. And that's why I tell people that long suffering, that is so true. One, uh, one of the fruits of the spirit, long suffering, because even when you want to be nice and want to celebrate with somebody, you always going to suffer because you hear something sad going on with somebody else. And that's why we have long suffering. And this COVID-19, this is the long suffering uh, portion of the fruits of the spirit. So, yep. So I'm handling it okay because I got a spiritual um a spiritual relationship with my father in heaven that's keeping me. I don't even know how I'm handling it because each day is a different, a different experience. <laughs> yep. All right. It's on you, which forward. Well, how are you feeling and how are you dealing with this whole pandemic? Um, it's a day to day struggle. Um, I'm sad because I feel that if we stuck together as a people, we can get a whole lot more accomplished. Um, if we work together, we can make tremendous strides in our community. Uh, I'm outraged at everything that's, that's being done to our people. Um, we didn't ask for any of this. We didn't ask to come here. And every day we're being discriminated against, we're being abused, we're being 
profiled, we're being mistreated, we're being disrespected. Um, it's just a combination of everything. I just wish that we would stick together as a people. Um, it's kind of the same things that our forefathers, our ancestors were trying to do back in the 50s and 60s. If we stuck together, if we really, really work together, we could accomplish so much. Uh, so I'm just trying to keep my head above water, trying to keep a positive outlook, staying prayerful, staying optimistic. Hopefully we'll get it together one day. Amen. All right. So I'm going to just tell you, um, I was kind of a, a loner. I mean, I can be bothered with people or I don't really have to be bothered with people. So in the beginning, it really didn't bother me. But um, as time went on, it kind of got to me a little bit, you know, because it felt like a sci-fi movie. You know, you get ready to go mm -hmm. to the store. And sometimes I get out the car and I'm like, dang, I don't have my mask. I have to remember, like, OK, put on your mask. And um, so I always keep it, you know, readily available in my purse or whatever. But it, I'm, it, it's just getting more difficult to just, you know, get up and just do things the way the way you used to do them. And, and I just don't like the term new normal. But um, based on where you are, sometimes you're affected differently. So sometimes and I've been doing that since I'm in my 20s. I like to I like to drive through different neighborhoods and just, you know, and just take in just different cultures. So recently, my son and I, we decided to, you know, go through Rose Point and uh, we drove along Jefferson and we just start going through, you know, some of the side streets or whatever. And we wind up seeing this park It's like right near the back towards Jefferson in the river. And it's a gated community. And you just saw people living their best life. I mean, they were playing and there was this beautiful fountain on and people were just, you know, jogging and riding their bikes and just living their best life. And so then we wind up going along Jefferson where the houses are right, you know, along Jefferson. And then if you look at, if you sit on your porch, you'd see the Detroit River right there. And there were teenagers, right. they were just standing in the river. And I, I thought the river was too deep. I didn't know you could actually stand. And they were just waving to the cars that were just driving past the street. And it was all these boats just, you know, living their best life. And my husband had calls like, what you want to eat? I'm, and so we trying to figure out what we're going to have for dinner. And my son turned to me like, mom. We up here trying to figure what we have for dinner and they up there eating dinner on the boat. So it's amazing how different circumstances, not saying that they don't have problems, but sometimes we have a little money and make things a little bit, you know, it just makes things a little bit easier, it seems like sometimes. But, you know, overall, if you if you are a caring person and an overly sensitive person, then it really gets to you. It gets the best of you, you know, especially about hearing about another black man being killed not just by police brutality, but just in the community in general. When one of our mm -hmm. people are hurt, pain is pain regardless, no matter how it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that I can't solve all the problems of the world, but sometimes it just get real heavy and I get like in a real funk. And like Latan just stated, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit and my belief and my faith, I don't know where I would be right now. So my faith keeps me grounded. Another thing that keeps me grounded is just talking to positive people and funny people like my friend Ty, she keep me laughing. We talk just about every day. And uh, when we feel a little down, she pushed me and encouraged me and I push her and encourage her. So it's good to have good people in your life to keep you going. So that was really uh, Then I, I had said that I was really going through something. And so somebody was like, well, hey, um, 
there's a program that's offered to uh, the black community right now to learn yoga and become a yoga teacher, certified yoga teacher. So I signed up for that because they're promoting black wellness. So that's helping me right now because when you start learning about the different techniques about yoga, it's more than just about learning poses, but it's a, it's a lot of spirituality intertwined with that yoga as well. So I've, I've been reading, you know, I've been staying prayerful. I've been meditating. So I've been just trying to find positive ways. So if I do get in a funk or feel down, that I'm always trying to find ways to stay lifted. And I do, you know, I talk a lot to the people that know me. So um, I, I don't have a problem expressing my feelings around people that I really know, you know, and I do stress to my children, you know, uh, if you need to talk, please come and talk to me. I want them to make sure that um, I have an open door policy. So don't keep your feelings bottled inside. So anybody out there that's watching this today, if you need a support group, you know, find a support group, link up with people that's positive, that's going to keep you uplifted. Find your, your common ground, your solid ground that's going to keep you grounded so you won't be in a state of depression. Um, I believe it's like the uh, cdc.gov. They have a lot of resources on there. So if you need resources, I, I highly encourage you to look that up and look up resources. It's resources out here. You just have to find them. You know, inbox me a time. We both work in the social work profession. Uh, Ford, I'm even putting you out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go on our page like, hey, Issues of Life podcast crew, I need some help. Help me. And we are there. We don't just do this just to talk, but we also want to make sure this is a healing platform as well. Anybody Amen. else? Human Google. Great. Y'all see it's getting dark in my room here. <laughs> and I pay my light bill. But so uh... <laughs> oh. I missed y'all, boy. I'm telling I you. Missed you too. Yeah, we boy, missed you. You was in hey. the Negro. I said this Negro can move for the whole other state. Where he at? Yeah. We good. We hey. glad to see your face. We glad to see your face. Well, you're you not still, gonna... you're still handsome and everything. Well, thank you so much. I bet you tell <laughs> hey, all the brothers that. Cat. We missed you with your cat. We always know you're going to sport a new or different cat. We missed you. We missed your we smile did. and your voice. Can't nobody break stuff down like you when it comes to a song. I try, but I just can't do it. I'm back. I'm back. Good. I, thank I, you. I'm Welcome. Back. I'm to say I'm back. James Brown, Stop it. Hit it, hit it, time. I'm good. I don't know that song. You do know James Brown, I'm back. No, I don't know that song. Really? Oh, never mind. Really? Never mind. Go. Really? I just said I'm back. I don't know the rest to it. Well, you don't know, know, you know the words. James Brown was a little bit before my time. It goes, uh, off of your, uh, 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 uh. I can't see. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, get off oh, of that thing. He, he said I'm back on there? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> I think that's a different song. They just all sounded alike, Shelly. Right. I'm like, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what James Brown be saying. He be like, he be like, he be like, I was like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, how are you feeling? I just say I feel good to be amongst my people. Thank you, everybody who tuned in on Facebook Live, on YouTube. This is the first time where we see both platforms at the same time. Usually we just on um, YouTube. Today we're on YouTube and Facebook at the same damn time. So I'm happy about that. And um, I just want to say I love y'all. 
not just on Facebook and YouTube, man. I love y'all, but I love you, Lady Time. And I love you, Butch Ford. Love you too, sweet. Just Shelly View. All right. Thank you too, Butch. Okay, one love last one little quote before we close out on how you feeling, Lady Time. You first, anything? I'm feeling good. I'm about to go see how my husband doing. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> You, Mr. Butch Ford. I'm just going to be the voice of reason. I'm glad everybody tuned in. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you stay with us. And I hope you join us on the next one. All right. Again, if you need support, I have a question, I need some resources, please uh, reach out to us on our Facebook page, Issues of Life, the podcast. Um, y'all stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Uh, be safe. We pray for y'all. And uh, until next time, See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See y'all.